Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sexuality Skill Project podcast. This is one of the last two interviews I did right at the beginning of the pandemic. Remember that time when we were all very unsure what was happening? Well, it was about that time. Then on top of that, I lost a memory card with the interviews on it, but it was just stuck somewhere in my backpack. So here it is. There was a bit of a break. Thank you for your patience. If you have been listening to all episodes already, I am grateful you are back and there's more to come. So this first pre-pandemic interview, we cover feeling free with your sexuality from a young age, people not respecting your boundaries when you say no and dealing with your body still saying yes, and deleting your 15-year-old dating app and finding love at speed dating. So welcome. Thank you. Um, thank you for doing this podcast with me. Thank you. It's anonymous, so mm-hmm. it's up to you if you want to say your own name or other people's names, mm-hmm. just so you know, mm-hmm. it would go down in history. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with your age, your mm-hmm. gender identification and your sexual orientation. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm happy to give my name as uh, Anya. My name is Anya. I am 31 years old and I identify as bisexual I suppose but slightly more on the straighter end spectrum of the spectrum um yeah so Mm -hmm. you're and you're you identify as a cis yeah yes yeah Mm -hmm. and you've been in Berlin how long I've lived here for about two and a half years I moved um, here in August 2017 okay you said Mm -hmm. you're bisexual Mm -hmm. but you're more on the straight side yeah that's right. Okay. Well, so I have had experiences with women, um, a few different ones. And so I'm open to it. And, and I mean, I would, but I've always tended to, to more towards the straight side. Why do you think that is that you're more drawn towards men if you're also attracted to women? I suppose it's something about the, the, the feminine, masculine energy kind of thing. Like I like... Well, I like variety, I suppose. So that's why I like women too, because I mean, women are beautiful and like, you know, it, it is, it's about the person really at the end of the day, I suppose. But there is something about the masculine energy that I like, I suppose. I mean, that's very, sounds it's, it's, hard, it's kind of hard to define, but. No, I yeah. get it. Um, would you say that then the women you've been attracted to are more masculine and the men you're attracted to are more feminine, maybe? strangely no like the, the women that I've been attracted to are, are pretty feminine are like fairly feminine um I would say or like a sort of a, a kind of a mix I mean in the way that they present themselves yeah like a feminine looking I suppose um but and the men yeah sometimes I go for more um for more feminine men I suppose but no like in the in recent years more masculine men I would say interesting yeah um, so when did you, when did you start figuring out or when did you know that you were also attracted to women? I suppose when I, when I was a teenager, I guess, um, I had like a few sort of, uh, experience, like kissed girls at parties, that kind of thing, you know, but then I think the, it really sort of started coming out, um, more at university. I had a, I had a, there was a sort of a rumor going around that this girl liked, that a girl liked me and, um, now she's like one of my best friends, but we did, um, when we were living together for a while in, uh, Thailand, we had a, uh, we had a little fling and she, I was very 
I don't know, just became very attracted to her, like as a as a person, as a human. But also, it was exciting to explore the sexual side of that too. So that was safe because you already knew the person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, and it was all yeah, it was very exciting, and cause, because it was the first time of being so intimate with a woman. Yeah, so I met her at university in England. We became friends. Um, and people, it was it was a kind of weird. Some people like were warning me about her. They were saying, "Oh, she 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 just wants to sleep with you." And I was like, "Well, okay, well, you know, she's a lesbian, like things like that." And which is, yeah, um, kind of weird. Um, but weird I that they would give you a warning about yeah, that. Yeah, like, very good friends to this day. Strange. Yeah. And you grew up in Russia, right? I, I was born in Moscow in Russia, um, and then left when uh, I, I was four when we left. So oh, you I, were still very little. Yeah, I was, uh, so I I have like some very early memories of it, but I I would say mostly grew up in in the UK in England. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that's when that's where you also had your, mm-hmm. I guess your sexual awakenings. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so in the UK, so mm-hmm. how how did so like in school and stuff mm-hmm. with boys, like did you feel? I think most people are pressured when they're a teenager to start dating boys. I was as well. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you experienced? I, I personally never felt any pressure. I've always, I always felt like I wanted it. I had a lot of boyfriends at school and um, yeah, I don't know. I was constantly in some form of relationship, not like constantly, but like um, a lot of the time I was in some form of relationship or another uh, throughout school. Um, I didn't, yeah, I'm just thinking about the going back to the girls thing. Um, I I did like fall around with some of my female friends when I was like a kid, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly, I don't know. That all felt like quite um, what's the word? Mm, felt quite like kind of naughty and like sort of not wrong, but also like not something that, that something really... that should like I wanted to keep secret. I suppose. Right. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that you couldn't really just be kind of open, you know, fooling around with girls the same way you did with boys? Because it was a different time, I suppose. You know, it was like it's now people are having these open discussions about sex and sexuality. But at that time, it was all like it, there was more sort of heteronormative pressure to just be straight, you know, and not uh, think about the, uh, you know, the same sex in that way. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because you're 31. I'm 31 now, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to kind of uh-huh. pinpoint the time where that changed. Yeah, it's hard to say, isn't I it? haven't spoken to anyone where that has actually changed. Also uh-huh. depends on kind of where you grow up, like if it's, it's a true. big city or a small city. Yeah, yeah. Country-wise. Uh-huh. Would you say when you were when you were that age and you were exploring with girls as well, like mm-hmm. were, was this for you more of a sexual thing or did you feel like this was also like crushes and falling in love and when I was a kid you mean? yeah yeah um it was more of a sexual thing I've always been fairly sexual as a person like had a high, high sex drive even even like as a kid um but so yeah it was more about yeah seeing what felt good like sexually I would say rather than um romantically I would because I, I, I didn't really have um did I have? I don't think I had. No, I didn't have crushes on like girls uh, when I was younger. Um, and that only sort of get, um, got more when I was a uh, well with the, with the specifically with the girl I was talking about earlier with the um, one I uh, from university. Um, yeah. So apart from that, it was mostly guys <laughs> throughout. Right, but mm-hmm. with the guys, you did mm-hmm. have feelings for. 
So then yeah. it was the butterflies. And... Yeah, like the big, like, having crushes, and, like, well, crushes and, like, well, thinking, think, thinking it was love at the time, but obviously it wasn't, um, you know, so we're all like, kind of um, puppy love. You're young, you're kind of naive, you don't know what's uh, what's what <laughs> at that age, I suppose. Um, yeah, so that was mostly focused around guys. Are you in a relationship right now? I am, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've, um, it, we kind of fairly recently became official, um, but we've, we've, known each other for about five months so it's all quite um new New. yeah yeah but he's wonderful he's really fantastic person okay i'm happy for you thank you but i mean i was single for so between my um my last relationship ended at the start of last year so i was single pretty much throughout most of last year and then met him at the sort of towards the end of last year my current boyfriend so how did you guys meet Speed dating, actually. Speed dating. Yeah, so based, yeah I know, old school is like retro. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun, yeah. I'm really glad I did it. Um, I was very close to uh, not going because I felt nervous when I was going alone, you know. And also he sort of just sort of decided to go at the last minute because he was asked to by the organizer because there weren't enough men. So, yeah, it was like a happy kind of coincidence that we both did end up meeting that way because I had had enough of all the dating apps I was just like sick of them because I'd been on them a lot and I was just like no fuck this this is neat time to meet people face to face yeah yeah well that's a nice bridge to my next question Mm -hmm. but um I do want to explore the speed dating thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um did you find it easier more relaxed to sit in front of someone and talk to them I had had a couple of glasses of wine before I went to start to calm my nerves because <laughs> I I don't know I I felt nervous um, and I can be quite an awkward person anyway so some of the dates were a bit you know um, it, it 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 wasn't easy all the time but the wine helped um, and <coughs> excuse me um, yeah so it was it was hit and most there was like ten or twelve guys I think and. Uh, it, it was it was sometimes hard because you're going through the same kind of spiel like each uh, time a lot like what do you do how long have you been here you know the kind of standard um, questions that you sort of ask someone I guess when you first meet um, but it was an interesting experience I went I went in with like trying to have no expectations or very low expectations because I think if you know you can't get your hopes up about these kind of things because then you'll be disappointed probably so right yeah yeah cool yeah <laughs> i do recommend it like i've been telling i've been telling all my friends honestly um because a lot of i have a lot uh, a few friends who are uh, using the dating apps and they're uh, everyone's having a bad time on them it seems yeah, so yeah, i'm like no. go and meet someone in real life go to speed dating yeah. yeah so let's talk about the dating app thing okay so how long were you on dating apps <sighs> too long um so I, I i actually made a an account on okcupid um back when I was like 16, 17. Oh, that's a really long time. Yeah, like 15 years ago. When it was like, and that it was back then, online dating was still taboo, you know, nobody, now it's just like so ubiquitous, everyone's doing it, it's like not even a thing anymore. But at that time, everyone's like, you know, it was, it, I actually, I wouldn't, I didn't tell most people. I I, I kind of joined OkCupid for, initial, I was out of curiosity. Um, and also just, you know, I don't know if you've used it, but so you can you answer lots of questions about yourself, mm-hmm. and that kind of um, you know the, it has the match percentages. And I just enjoyed answering all, uh, all those questions because it kind of made me reflect on myself. Because some of those some of the questions are like silly or frivolous, and other questions are more um, uh, deeper and meaningful, and they make you kind of think about what what do, what do I think about this topic, you know? So I enjoyed that part of it. Um, yeah, 
but so 15 years I've been on um you was using the dating well on and off you know like not consistently the whole time and so I obviously had relationships um during those 15 years in which I wasn't I, you know got off the dating apps yeah but I have found um would couple, you would you mm-hmm. pause your account or just delete the whole thing and then start over I, again I paused it yeah suspended it and then came back to it <laughs> when uh, when uh, the ratio but now no no since just before speed dating the, where I met my current boyfriend I, I permanently deleted it but permanently deleted my 15 year old account wow. <laughs> yeah so that was a big step and it actually was a big weight off my mind it was like I breathed a sigh of relief when I did that I was like that's what I needed to do and I'm really glad I got off there because it's, it's kind of addictive right um I, I find um in the I don't know it's just and especially in a big city like Berlin you know we're just like endless uh, possibilities of uh, right. people and um, experiences um, it's kind of exciting I suppose but all these different potential matches you might have but uh, in the end I just found it really toxic why was it toxic oh I just had so many bad experiences I just I just feel like it makes commodifies people in like a way that um, makes you devalue people um, because because there's so many people on there like so you meet somebody and maybe they're um maybe they're good maybe they're a good person um maybe they're interesting and funny but you still and the date might go really well um but i found or maybe you'll have a second date and you will notice like maybe one thing that you don't like so much you know like um oh they, they did like i don't know like they chew too loudly or you'll notice like one flaw and of course everybody has flaws everyone's flawed um um but yeah, you'll notice one thing and then you'll just go back on the apps and like start, you know, swiping again to see what, what else is out there, like looking for some perfect person who obviously doesn't exist, you know, and... Um, you mean, yeah. you mean that you get a bit fickle? Yeah, super fickle. I think so. And and this is, and you know, that's where the whole ghosting thing um, that people do nowadays and that's because they just can't be bothered to like... Uh, and I think it's horrible. I think it's like like a really terrible thing to do to someone. Um, I don't think I've ever done it to anyone. Have I? I don't think I have. <laughs> um, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I've had it happen to me, you know, where I've like slept with somebody, been on a couple of dates, slept with somebody and then um, and then don't hear anything back from them. And that's quite shit <laughs> to hear. It's hard to deal with. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. So I think that's that kind of stuff is like rife, I think, on, on dating apps. I mean. I'm, that it's really... Mm-hmm predominantly used for sex even if you've been on a couple of dates Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so just to deepen that out yeah what i'm wondering Uh so you've been on a couple of dates with someone yeah got to know them a little better Mm -hmm. then you sleep with them yeah was there anywhere in the conversations that you have with this person clear that this person was just looking for sex no no, and that's the thing. A lot of the time, it's quite mi- misleading. Um, in my experience, anyway, I'm just thinking about like one case in particular um, that we had a couple of dates, and he was saying things like, "Oh, your your girlfriend material." He was saying that to me, and then he wanted to sleep with me on the first date. He, he stayed at my place, and um, and I was like, "I don't like. I try not to sleep with people on the first date, but it's hard because I do have quite a high sex drive and I'm quite like horny, so um, it's hard for me to not. Um, but I also think it's ni- it's better and nicer to wait a bit um, and get to know someone a bit more first. But we, I think we did end up sleeping together on the first date, or maybe it was the second date. I can't remember now, but um, 
but yeah, he was saying all this stuff to me, like your girlfriend material and really, you know, and then, and then ended up ghosting me, but then still following me on like Instagram, I can see him watching my stories and I don't know, just like being it's like a weird, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You so. said something very interesting to me. Mm. You said that you're a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. You have a high sex drive. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't mind having sex with someone on the first date, but you refrain from it anyway. I try to. I mean, I'm yeah. Because why? Because because like the thing I think you were saying it earlier that you don't really get to because then it kind of becomes all about the sex. Like if you have sex straight away, you don't get any time to get any sort of deeper sense of the person and it just becomes mostly all, all about the sex kind of uh, aspect of it rather than anything deeper or more meaningful right is it hard for you to 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 not have the sex it's very hard yeah <laughs> is it yeah so it's not like you can tell someone to go home rub one out yourself <laughs> and be done with it like it has to be with the other person i yeah, it's it's tricky. So I kind of set myself this sort of self-imposed rule, like that I don't want don't want to sleep with anyone on a, on a first date. But I have broken this rule many times. Um, but that is the rule. And sometimes I, my, whenever I do manage it, when I have when I have whenever I have managed it in the past, I'm always like quite um, proud of myself. I'm like, well done. I knew you managed not to sleep with them on the first date. Good job. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, what was your question? Sorry, I've got my, so quite, my question. Track. Well, basically, what I'm what I'm getting at uh-huh. is that you're going against your nature. Yeah, is what it sounds like. Yeah, and I find that very fascinating because I think that's exactly what a lot of people do, mm-hmm. and you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is it unwise of you not to sleep with someone on the first date for the reasons that you're stating? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that either. But you are going against your nature. A little I know, bit. but I feel like it just ruins it. Like especially if you know from from. I want them to get to know me more and I don't want them to. And then that's the thing. If they, if we sleep together and then I usually, cause I find it quite hard to separate my feelings from sex. Like I don't, I'm not really into casual sex or one night stands. I mean, I have done that in the past, but now as the older I get, the less I want to engage in that. I feel like I don't want to sleep with someone on the first day, catch feelings and then have, you know, forget. Ah, yeah. See, now so, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're getting to the part that I find so fascinating. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that for you, the sex is intertwined with feelings. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I like I, I have had my fair share of um But even after one date already? Usually. Yeah. Well, no, not, I mean, not always, but I do, in my mind, those things are linked, you know, um, the feelings and the sex. And I do because I, I just find um, casual sex with someone... I have had sex with people I, I, don't, I don't really have any feelings for, but I just find it very, um, I just don't feel good about myself afterwards, really. I was like, that was a bit of an empty experience. And um, yeah, I don't know, just doesn't uh, do anything for me, really, on a sort of, it, it satisfies my sexual near cravings at the time, but uh, afterwards it like leaves me feeling a bit like, um, what's the word, just... Yeah, empty. Yeah, yeah. I would say empty or... Mm-hmm. Not fulfilled? Yeah, unfulfilled. Yeah, exactly. Emotionally unfulfilled, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're sexually fulfilled, but emotionally unfulfilled. Right, yeah. See, so again, and that's and that's the interesting part. For you, the, the sexual experience mm-hmm. has a lot to do with your uh, emotional state as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it sounds like for you, it's a lot faster than it would be for me. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, it takes time more time for you. 
Yeah, so yeah. for me, it would take a lot long, like, just first date. <laughs> no. How long would it, how, how long approximately would it, I guess it depends, but... <clears throat> like, third date. Third date, okay. If I'm feeling it. Yeah, but that's, that's quite, that's, that's not bad. How long was the speed dating? It was seven minutes per person. Okay. Yeah, so, so in, in those seven minutes, sometimes it would really drag <laughs> if the person was like, if you just weren't clicking with a person, and other times it felt, you know, went super quick, so... It really yeah. depends on, yeah. <laughs> like, like just me, be but... honest with each other. Like, if it's not flowing, just be like, you want to just split up and just, you know, let's just sit in silence. Have a drink. <laughs> have a drink at the bar. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Move forward. Yeah. Um, I don't know the the whole sex. The way I see it is that a lot of people can see sex just as sex. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It gives you satisfaction. On. And then the way I see sex, and it sounds like you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it's also an intimacy thing. Mm, mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think so. But how was that when you were younger? Because you did say, like, when you were younger, you had a lot of boyfriends mm-hmm. and you fooled around with girls. Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel when you were younger that was less? Less um, of you... an emotional mm. satisfaction? Mm. Most of the time I did... Um, yeah, th- those things were still linked. Like, I... When I was in a relationship, um, I would, yeah, feel very strongly towards that person and and um, connect it with the with sex. Um, but back then, I would have more when at the times I was single, I would have more one night stands. I had at one point I had like a kind of fuck buddy situation, which I don't think if I was single now I wouldn't. I would try to avoid that. I I, I don't definitely couldn't have a fuck buddy now because of this this that, that's the problem that's always the problem that like um I you get I, emotionally attached yeah exactly and I actually not too long ago actually it was just last year I a friend of mine who's polyamorous we st- uh, slept together uh, a few times and and I felt myself like you know I, I felt like I might be starting to you know get emotionally attached but I knew that that's a, like it would be a terrible it couldn't happen because he, I, I consider myself more monogamous and he's polyamorous. So mm. I was like, I, you know, stopped that in its tracks. <laughs> Did you feel jealousy towards the other person? Towards, to, towards, how do you mean? The in, partner of the, the person uh-huh. that you were sleeping with? Um, no, he was, he was, he was single, but polyamorous. So he was like sleeping around basically, I think, or like had sort of lots of things Oh, he was going just on. not monogamous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would consider if someone's polyamorous, they are in a committed relationship, uh-huh. but not just with one person. Right, right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, but he, I mean, he was both non-monogamous and polyamorous. He had been, he had had a girlfriend for a long time. And actually, we almost ended up having a threesome at one point. He wanted it, but mm-hmm. it didn't happen um, when he was with his girlfriend. Then they broke up. And then... Um, Who didn't want the threesome? Huh? I didn't. Because, because I at that time, I had just started seeing a guy who's now my ex but um right so but i was we was we were sharing a bed together and he was um trying it on <laughs> a bit um but yeah I, I, it didn't happen in the end because i didn't feel comfortable because i was i was feeling emotionally attached to the guy that i had just started seeing at the time right okay but as, as you are now mm-hmm. in your more adulthood uh-huh. i would say yeah um you have changed mm-hmm. in the way you see things mm-hmm so I'm just trying to figure out, like, is that a natural progression of mm-hmm. becoming an adult? Or it mm-hmm. could... Because I don't think everyone changes yeah. their mm-hmm. way of seeing how they are with relationship. Um, 
we're still in the midst of the rise of the Me Too movement. Yeah. And so one of the questions I always ask, like, have you ever been in a situation where you have felt uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been in, there's been plenty of uh, situations. Plenty? Like, yeah, there's quite 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 a few uh, where I felt like that. I, I wouldn't, um, let me think of a specific example. I mean, yeah, um, for, for me, most actually, there is a common link between all the situations I had. It was uh, involved like drinking and partying, that kind of stuff. You know, so mixing alcohol and like not being like fully not thinking through things, where, which if I had been sober, I would not have made those sort of decisions that led to these these unpleasant experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that happens a lot. And I find it so sad because there's always the victim and the aggressor. Mm -hmm. um, and then the victim always gets a lot more shit than mm -hmm. the aggressor some of the times, not all the times, of course. Yeah. But especially when there's alcohol involved and yeah. the setting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Was that recently or um, like, have you gotten into that situation? Not so recently. Like the last time um, something like that happened was like, well, last last year it was just a guy who likes i mean i can I, if you, would you can i share like the story of course. Here? um it was a guy who had met on a dating app which is another reason i decided to um delete them we had had some drinks and there was already several red flags for several reasons but for some reason probably because of the alcohol i did agree to go back to his place um and we hadn't even kissed we hadn't done anything at this point but i got like somewhat undressed and i was in his bed and he asked me he asked me, what's the worst thing I could do to you right now? Like, you know, which is a strange question to ask someone. I, yeah. And he didn't, he, he wasn't like being jokey or anything. So I tried to lighten the mood and I sort of joked back, oh, I don't know, like murder me. And then he looked at me and he like, he, I think he was a bit of a psycho. Honestly, it was really quite um, scary. He like, like looked me dead in the eyes and um said i could like take my hands and wrap them around your throat and squeeze the life out of you and nobody knows that you're here he said that and i oh. he said that to me and I, I said um that's a weird thing to say to someone that makes me feel uncomfortable and he said um it makes you feel uncomfortable because you know it's true so i was like okay time to leave and in the end he ended up like screaming at me to get out of his place i think he was a bit un unhinged i guess but um mm -hmm. that was that sh that shook me up <laughs> you know that experience um so yeah and then I kind of was thinking to myself, well, okay, don't go to guys' houses who you don't know. Maybe that's a decision. I That was a poor decision on my part, you know. Um, don't. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you're, I mean, unfortunately, you're going to have to not do that. Insane humans can be. Yeah, I think I just, I, just a bit reckless and careless. And I'm very, tr like, trusting, like, oh, nothing will happen to me. I'll be fine. But that kind of taught me to maybe, yeah, not... To be more aware, mindful, yeah. mindful of like that kind of you stuff. have never been to my house, so you mm -hmm. came over today. Mm -hmm. But it always crosses my mind a little mm -hmm. bit, like okay, I'm having a stranger over. Mm -hmm. So you know, one of my friends does know that you're coming over. Okay, yeah, I did tell people as well. Right. Right. So, so now for people, you, the yeah. same thing. Yeah. You're going over to a stranger's house, mm -hmm. um, and it could be anything. Like you could be selling something on eBay or mm -hmm. you know through Facebook, and someone can come over to your house. I always let someone know, like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going over to a guy's house to pick up this and that. Yeah. If I don't respond that I'm outside mm -hmm. in 15 minutes. Yeah. 
This is the address. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I feel like, do you think that's a thing for, because I can't imagine like a guy doing that really so much. Like maybe no. they do, but I think that's. you When you don't know someone, you just don't know someone. Yeah. Especially on dating apps. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the same. I want to believe the best in people. I don't want to believe that people are capable of horrible stuff, but they clearly are. You yeah. Know? Like, like I've been in also situations where, yeah, I tell someone, yes, you can stay here. You can sleep next to me, but I don't want to do anything. And then they, they, they do um, make a move. And sometimes, yeah, I don't know. It's, it depends on the situation, but sometimes I'm still very clear. And, but sometimes they go ahead and do it anyway. And, um, but I, I, I don't often uh, tell people <laughs> about it, to be honest. It's, um, yeah. And in that, in that situation, when you're saying no and, mm-hmm. and someone does that to you anyways, mm-hmm. um, like in that moment, mm-hmm. don't you want to run? To be honest, it depends on who it is and the person is, but there's been <laughs> quite a few of these sorts of situations, but, um, in some situations, like a part of me wants it. So I'm, I'm kind of also fighting with between uh. my, um, sort of mind and body in a way because like my mind says I don't want it but like physically I kind of do like so it's very it's very tough <laughs> to to be honest um to sometimes to like resist and sometimes I just say okay fuck it um, let's okay let's do it um, that's but, fascinating to me yeah it's uh it's it's conflicting <laughs> you know it's, uh, it's it's difficult yeah because so like the, for, for, so for, it doesn't uh, feel like an inner struggle for yeah it does yeah yeah but like like for example one of the times was when um I had um not with my current boyfriend but my ex um I we were so my ex and I were together and I met um a guy I had I so a while ago just before me and my ex got together I had a threesome with two guys and um one of these guys was in an open is I think probably still in an uh like open relationship um with his girlfriend and when I was with my ex, this guy from the threesome that I had had um, asked if I wanted to go for a drink. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, as friends, but I, told, I told him, like, I have a boyfriend, nothing's going to happen. But, like, okay, yeah, we can meet for a drink. And um, we met for a drink and we had a nice time. And then the end, it, it got late and he was like, oh, the U-Bahn's not running anymore. Can I just stay at yours? And I was like, okay, I guess. Well, at first I was like, no, you can't stay at mine. And then I sort of caved and like, okay, but nothing's going to happen. And... I told him to sleep on the sofa. He said, oh, can I not sleep on your bed? And I was like, okay, you know, but um, anyway, so he tried it on, obviously. And that that was a situation in which I was, nothing actually did happen, but he like, there was a bit of touching and stuff, but I was like, kind of, kind of turned on, but also not wanting to do anything because I had already said no. And because I didn't want to cheat on my boyfriend, obviously. So, and I already felt like this feelings of like guilt and but also being horny and, but also, yeah, struggling with the, um, the, uh, the conflict of those things, you know, I don't. You're having this inner turmoil. Yeah. And, and I like, don't mean to, um, send mixed signals, obviously, but that's, that, that's what happens because I have that conflict in my, in myself, you know. But what are you saying at the time? Usually, usually say like, no, like, no, I shouldn't, let's not, but then. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I am, um, you know, I try not to be sort of wishy-washy. I try to be clear and define boundaries because I don't want to send those mixed signals, but so the I start signals? off by saying no, but I'm kind of then, then the more, but they, 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 
sort of persevere and I, I feel like they wear me down, you know, and I'm like, in the end, I don't like, I'm not a, a person who likes conflict, you know, I, and it just seemed just um, just easier to just go along with it, I suppose, you know, um, didn't want to make a fuss or whatever. I know yeah. it sounds, sounds silly, but... Um, yeah, but yeah. isn't it crazy? Yeah, it's, it's, it is. Yeah, because like, why didn't you, why weren't you clearer? Why weren't you firmer? Because it's hard in those situations because it does, yeah, yeah. Why was this person an asshole? Why was this person not picking up my signals? Why right. was this person p- persisting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I, I like to think I've got better at that. Um, yeah, because it is important. And um, I think, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, you know, so I'm more sort of sure of myself now and what I want and what I don't want, you know, more clear about defining those boundaries so I think I think I yeah because I can think of examples like sort of recently where I like said like firmly no like these are my boundaries this is what they are but I wouldn't have been able to do that like I don't know five even five year five years ago I think because I would right. just be like I'll just go along with everything <laughs> because um to not upset anyone basically. Yeah. yeah which is insane if you yeah. think about it so with your very new boyfriend now mm-hmm. when you were doing the um, speed dating yeah what was it about him? He was very charming. And there, there was a couple of guys there who just like to, to sort of talked about themselves. Or I, I just didn't find them interesting. I found him like charming and interesting. And he was like seemed to be interested in me as well, you know. Um, and it was just, again, just like a feeling. I don't know. He, he had a, a good, he exuded a good energy about it. He had like, it's like a warm friendly and yeah just exuded like something (laughs) that I was attracted to right yeah Mm -hmm. I think I think that's one of the main things and Mm -hmm. I think you're correct in saying to move on and meet quickly and not Mm -hmm. talk so long yeah yeah there is something that's just like yeah and that's why I don't don't like to talk to people for too long um before yeah because you don't want to fool yourself either exactly like either you can feel that connection or spark or whatever instantly or well or within the first few minutes let's say or you don't and it's either there or it's and, it, and it's not so you don't just chatting to someone for ages to me would feel like a waste of time you know um, yeah i'd like, prefer to just meet them and see how it feels yeah mm-hmm. so the chemistry was good mm-hmm. not to make it awkward okay but what is the best sex you ever had the best sex. Okay. Um, the best sex I've ever had. Uh, it's hard to say. I, I've had, I, you know, I've had a lot of sex in my life, a lot of different sexual experiences. Um, I really like the sex that, that me and, and him have because he's very, um, he's very, like, giving. <laughs> um, you know, he's very, like, generous lover and he, he, he asks me, like, he asks me what I like and what I want, you know, and um, a lot of guys don't, um, in my experience. So there's a lot of, like, good communication. I think that's important um, around that. Um, yeah, so I like our sex for that reason. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just going to go thinking about things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but communication is key. Definitely. Not just about, not just with sex, but with everything. Every relationship, communication is very important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you had sex with women before, mm-hmm. in what way do you see that? I mean, I know you have a 
preference for men, I would say, mm -hmm. but from what you've told me. Mm -hmm. um, but in what way would you see that different, like as for the chemistry and the connection with mm -hmm. someone? Like, mm -hmm. do you think like a female and a male for you is a, is a big difference? Um, there is, there's a definitely a tangible difference. Yeah, in the in the well, like I was saying, the feminine, the masculine energies, but uh, but I, yeah, like my because I have I've had a few experiences with women as well with like threesomes, like threesomes with two girls and a threesome with a couple as well that I've had with um, yeah, male male and female couple, and um, yeah, they, 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 those were kind of exciting experiences. Um, there was. Yeah, I definitely I, in, in in all those situations, I did I feel, felt that sort of chemistry with the girls as well. Not, but more in a sexual way rather than romantic. Okay, okay. so mm -hmm. that's that's an interesting difference because then you were in a situation where it was purely about sex. I would say yeah. you weren't in it to mm -hmm. build a relationship yeah. with someone. Yeah, like with your current boyfriend, I would say mm -hmm. you're building something together. Mm -hmm. So you're putting probably a little bit more effort mm -hmm. into feeling it more on an emotional yeah. level mm -hmm. but with the woman you were in thailand yeah. with mm -hmm. like how did that feel at the time were you feeling that you were building something or was it really really also purely sexual no that was that was more than purely sexual that was definitely something more because well i i can say that i i, lo I love her like she's like a really really good friend of mine i ha have so much love for her um and because, so we knew each other, you know, very well, and and I care, we cared about each other a lot. Um, but I was always wary that because she's more actually she's bi as well, I suppose, but she's much more into women. Um, and I was worried that I would, I I didn't want um, things to get too involved because I was worried that I would end up hurting her because she's more into women than I. And I, I need. The, like, right. Yeah. So you're definitely yeah. on a spectrum where you mm -hmm. you are bisexual, but yeah. you definitely romantically lean more towards men. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was worried that I would end up if if we b did become more romantically involved, and I was tempted to because like she she's a wonderful person, but um I was worried that I would hurt her in that way because I would I was worried I might cheat on her or, like with a guy or something like that because um I didn't think that that would completely satisfy my needs to be in that sort of right. relationship well that's why i'm asking because mm -hmm. i think um but i've dated many bisexual women mm -hmm. also been with straight women mm -hmm. bisexuals get most of the shit mm. maybe learn how to explain their bisexuality mm. to other people that mm -hmm. they're dating mm -hmm. especially people that they're getting involved with yeah so i'm actually we don't know each other very well but i'm actually mm -hmm. proud of you that you, you were very conscious mm -hmm. of her feelings mm -hmm. That you were like, I know myself that well to say mm -hmm. I should not lead her on. Yeah, that's what I felt like you would be doing if I had to continue. Like we're having a good time in this moment, mm -hmm. but I don't think this is going to last forever. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to enjoy this moment and be clear with her, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, That's yeah, kind of what exactly. you did. And I think that's very admirable. Thank you. And it's on her to mm -hmm. choose if she wants to continue that or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was hard because also more recently, so that happened, that was a few years ago. And then more recently, like... Last year, I think it was, um, we ended up falling around again um, in the time when I was single. And yeah, she wanted, she she was, you know, asking kind of if it could, if I, if it could develop into something more. And it was hard to, to, because part of me was tempted to give it a try, you know. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I was like, no, because I, I know that I, I know myself well enough to know that I need 
um, that I don't want to hurt you and that like it would be just wouldn't work basically yeah it's hard because like, you know I really value her as a person so it was, it was a difficult decision but um and to say to tell her that but I think it was the right thing to do yeah, yeah. you didn't want to hurt her yeah. even more yeah like, okay. that would hurt her in that moment but but yeah I think I mean and I think I think it's important for us to understand that you know when you're bisexual it's never going to be 50 50 yeah it's always like yeah for some people it is Mm -hmm. but um for the other person they need to understand it's not always 50 50 Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. like people need to be more understanding that that's on a spectrum as well Mm -hmm. like sexuality in a whole is on a spectrum like everything's on a spectrum yeah like i'm a demisexual i know what my spectrum is Mm -hmm. like i said three dates Mm -hmm. but there are people out there that will take months to feel close yeah if you're not like that at all, can you imagine, imagine. the insane <laughs> unbalance of someone needing six months and then someone who's allosexual who can very quickly have sex with someone mm-hmm. without having to form an emotional bond, mm-hmm. um, having to wait six months because mm. they're into someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that takes a lot of dedication and yeah, patience, like, right? Mm-hmm. must really like someone. Yeah. I, would I say. mean, I can't even <laughs> right. imagine because, because I don't know, it's just... Yeah, and then, to you know, without having sex, yeah. when I'm in the group on Facebook, I'm reading all these stories and, mm-hmm. and, and these people's um, experiences with that. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating to me how different we all are and how mm-hmm. we and there's people obviously commenting going, oh, my God, I exactly know what you mean. Mm-hmm. But it's all like little groups of individuals. Mm-hmm. So I know that everyone will have a match out there mm-hmm. that they can be happy with. Yeah, it's just about finding yeah, it's just and communicating. About yeah. finding and communicating properly mm-hmm. to find that person, right? Mm-hmm. And also in this crazy pool in Berlin mm. where everyone's on dating apps, mm-hmm. nobody really wants to commit. Everyone is polyamorous, or so they say. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it makes it, I think it makes it extra hard. Any opinions about that? Yeah, lots of, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I find, I, find, I totally found the same thing. Uh, it was, honestly, it was, it, it was getting me down last year because um, I was, I was close to con- like considering leaving Berlin for like, for this reason, just because of these bad dating experiences. I'm You're like, not the I'm, only one. I'm like, I'm never going to find the right person in Berlin because nobody w- wants to commit. Nobody, everyone's got commitment issues. Not, I mean, obviously I'm generalizing because, you know, I, I have found someone lovely now but um but yeah just and I respect you know I was like the whole polyamory thing like I I feel people should be if they want to do that that's 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 cool everyone should be allowed to you know um do explore their sexuality or their romantic needs in whatever they way they wish but I just felt like there were so many people who, who um, were non-monogamous. It was it was so it was rare. Like if you saw someone's profile on a dating app and they said they were monogamous, you're like, oh, that's you know, it, it, it was more. That's the one. That's the one I'm going yeah. for. <laughs> it was so much more common to see non-monogamy as a thing, and and I get it. Like of course, yeah, you know, but yeah, I think I I guess I um to me it seems like people. I don't, and I, I can't comment so much on women because I haven't been dating um, so many women in Berlin or any really. Um, but um, for me, I feel like the um, the men who are on these apps, they want to keep their options open because there are so many options, you know, and they don't. Yeah. Just, is that it? I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but from my perspective, that's how it seems. That, and, you know, Berlin is because the kind of city it is with the, like, with the cl- clubbing culture and all that, that there's this kind of generation of like Peter Pan's like never want to grow up kind of uh, thing. Like, I feel uh, like that as well, yeah. yeah. So I think that comes down to it. They don't want to feel tied down or like 
whatever, you know, and they feel like perhaps I'm speculating here, but like they maybe they feel like um, by, you know, committing to one person, they'll they'll lose their freedom. I think maybe that's how I. What is freedom? Mm. Like if that's the fear, then you really need to redefine freedom mm -hmm. because being free within a relationship is just as much freedom mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. being free without any commitment. So mm -hmm. that's kind of, and that's, I think it all comes down to better communicating, but mm -hmm. I do think from what I've seen, I don't know if it's the, the, the clubbing, I don't mm -hmm. know if it's that, uh, mm -hmm. or the, I think it's more like the myth, mm -hmm. right? So the myth of Berlin, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like Berlin is this. So therefore we all, Mm -hmm. We moved here to be part of that. But I also did not know I was moving to a town where that was like a stamp or a stigma mm -hmm. of what Berlin is about. And I find it very fascinating. There's a different, I think there's a different goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the way in Berlin, the free love mm -hmm. didn't match with the people that moved here. Yeah. Because it's usually the people that moved here are struggling. Not yeah. The people that come from here or live here already. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff in the in the in the group, uh, the Facebook group, of women uh, saying they're having a tough time. That like half of the it seems to me like half the posts in that group are about um, yeah um, bad sort of experiences with yeah. either online dating or relationships. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, obviously tapping into that world. Mm -hmm. um, because I think it all comes down to clear uh, expectation setting of what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I would think that the dating profile is for. Yeah. But this, I think the problem, maybe if a lot of people don't know or are not sure what they're looking for. They first, they probably maybe need to think about that themselves. And also, even if they do know what they're looking for, it's sometimes hard to, because I, I mean, I have a friend and I, and I kind of feel the same way. Like, like I consider myself monogamous, but. I I would find it hard to write on my profile. I'm only looking for people who are monogamous or like, because I feel like that would, I don't know why, but it, you should, it's good to be clear about what you want, uh, mm -hmm. obviously, but I don't know. It was, I don't know why, <laughs> but I would hesitate or be reluctant to state it clearly in my profile. Because I guess maybe you don't want to come across too serious or something. You want to be like, come across as like, like what's wrong with being serious? Well, not, there, there isn't, um, but I don't know. I think, Mm, there's nothing wrong with being serious but you don't want to be too serious it's good to have a balance of the sort of seriousness and, and light-heartedness you know especially especially when you're first meeting with someone you like you know you want to i i like to, i it's different for i like to get to know them but also keep it relatively light at the start i would say yeah yeah of course mm -hmm. but that's the thing isn't it mm -hmm. i don't think people are going into it light at the start mm. not any of them mm -hmm. yeah no i think i think you're right you do get that vibe as well. so your advice to get back to what you said earlier, mm -hmm. your advice to the people of Berlin is... Get off the dating apps. Get off the dating apps. And I said, well, so I do recommend speed dating. That was good for me. But like, that's because he, he, the guy who I'm dating now happened to be there. Like it could, I don't know, like you never know who you're going to get, I suppose, at these events. But if not that, then I would recommend, because I was also considering doing this. And I was, if the speed dating thing hadn't, hadn't worked out, then I would have... Um, joined you know meetup you know you can find like shared meetup groups whether the, whatever that is board games bad like sports mm -hmm. anything um yeah so i think that's that would be in like a, a nice organic way to potentially meet someone so i would have 
gone and start, tried to do something like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's. I think that's a great way to meet people mm-hmm. just because then you meet them on a more friendship level exactly and you already you already have something doing in an common, activity like... together yeah mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. doing photography or games yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no i think you're correct i think that's um and also i don't think there's anything wrong with saying like i'm looking for something serious yeah yeah i think i think i my sort of i guess advice would be even though it's hard like but try to first figure out what exactly what you want and try to be clear with yourself about that first and then yeah communicate that in your yeah yeah okay well thank you so much mm-hmm. thank you very much for having me it's been really nice okay i'm happy you liked it you